This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's Mike Shope. Name any word in less than a second. I will tell you how many letters are in it. But I cannot (laughs) do anything mechanically. I don't even know how to put a game together for three-year-olds. And the Bulldog. Fool me once. Shame on, shame on you. It fooled me. We can't get fooled again. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Let's go. Welcome back. 803-0550 to call in. We're rolling. Bills and Dolphins Sunday night. How do you feel? Have you had any thoughts here in the during the break about what you want to say or what you think is next in the conversation? Not a one. Okay. I had one. <laughs> Not two. I had one. Because it's been like last half an hour, what's been, even including our conversation with Armando Salguero, like a lot on Miami's and the Bills, by contrast, motivation for this game. Because it's not exactly peak for both teams. Both teams are not out if they lose. The Bills might be. We'll see what happens before. I I could give them the Mike McDaniel speech. I would know exactly how to give that speech to the players. This team has owned us. We've not won a division title in 15 years. We want to be at home. Are we sick of Buffalo? I mean, I'm sick of Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Our season ended there last year. You know, we think we're good, and then we go there. They, this, this is where you prove a point about who you are. I mean, I could give that speech. Yep. The Bills, yeah, is guess. it's different. You know, there's. I'm not sure there's a, a, a bill speech to give with these guys. Like they've been in big games all the time, and they've won a lot of them. So I don't know what the speech is, but Miami should be easy. I think Miami's is easier. I feel like uh, the Bills one is yes, different, but also not that hard. I mean, look, they they <laughs> they, they have had a, a rough year. I mean, McDermott himself became this sort of heroic sympathetic figure i think within within the locker room after what happened um you know after the eagles game and i think that this team has had their share of doubters yes the odds makers have been telling them telling us all year that they respect them i mean you you know mostly anyway and certainly in the last few weeks when they weren't even in a playoff spot uh you know culminating with them being the number three pick by the odds makers to win the Super Bowl, um, so like, but you know, McDermott doesn't have to go go to any of that. Um, it's it's mostly like, look, we've been under duress, and we've had you know this division has been ours, and let's just let's just make sure we keep it that way. Well, let's go home, and let's just stay home. Let's go do this. 
So I, th- I think there's you know, there's an easy enough way in for someone as experienced as McDermott, mm-hmm. uh, I think, to touch the, you know, hit the right notes with these guys. You know, it, again, if they even if they even need that kind of kind of thing, you can get it done. You can get it done. What's more, you gotta get it done. There you go. Maybe, maybe that was in to, Miami. Yeah. That was Lou Saban in Miami. Okay. Oh, really? All right. Yep. Thank you. Sorry, no. I didn't recognize. You can get it I done. Put that trampled. You can get it done. What's more, you gotta get it done. Yeah. Bam. Like Drop it. the clipboard. Yeah. Head for the tunnel. All right. Let's go to Frank next. Hi, Frank. Hi. How? Thank you for taking my call. Calling from a long ways away. Um, I've. Briefly, I've watched Josh play. I'm from in Wyoming. I've watched him play since he was in college closely. I've looked at his tapes. And i also been around, <laughs> been around a long time, but I watched Elway grow up, and they both have exceptionally strong arms. And Elway would struggle at times for extended periods of times because he'd always rely upon his arm strength. He would never look off defenders. He would never make subtle body movements. And until he learned to do that, which would have been in the early 90s, because he came into Lydia in 83, he started being way more productive. Now, Josh can throw the ball incredibly. But on that one interception against the Patriots, if you look at that from the end zone shot, he, when he got the, the, the snap, he came back and immediately looked long left, and the safety didn't even bother. He just started mm-hmm. backing up to the left, and he intercepted. Now, I'm a huge Josh Allen fan. I, I hope he understands, and I'm sure he does. I mean, I'm not a professional player, but I think he would have a lot more success, you know, with just some subtle look off the defenders to make his throws a lot easier. And I often wish if Peyton Manning could give him some advice for a few weeks over the off season, I think it worked wonders with him because he's got such a gifted arm. I just think he can make the game so much easier for himself. Okay. Do that. I'm just trying helpful that's all thank you all right thank you frank gotcha lovely to hear from you from uh from from wyoming um sounds like a fix or if it's even a fix and for the offseason yeah yeah or just an oversight on that play by him because i mean that's a pretty common commonly used tactic i mean you'll see these guys that do the film breakdowns greg cosell with ross tucker or or whatever even when he's on with with brownie and tasker uh on the show that precedes ours here on wgr um, you know, look, looking looking guys off is, I mean, I don't want to say it's rudimentary, but it's 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 pretty necessary and frequent. So I would think more than being an off season fix, it's just, I, you know, I don't want to lazy, just not lack of attention to detail. Like I, you know, I think what that can be is maybe more so. Where are the big plays, and you force it. You mm-hmm. you just you're sitting there three weeks in a row without hardly a twenty yard pass, and okay I'm taking this one you know I mean mo- not most probably but several of his interceptions this year have been of that sort oh yeah the the so called arm punts the two the two the first two against the Jets definitely were that yeah this one is a little different because you really didn't need to just heave it on that play but it's what you got that guy was a Bills draft pick yeah Alex right. Austin Austin yeah seventh, seventh round, round pick yep this year. Out of uh, Oregon State, the Beavers. Let's go to Mike next. Hi, Mike. Hey, guys. I've uh, been here for a long time now. Just 
been watching the games, and something I've been noticing a lot different recently is guys pressing digs and, and a lot of man coverage against us. You think back uh, to the days where we had Cole Beasley and we had Gabe Davis uh, two or three years ago where Josh Allen would always hit those, you know, 10 to 15-yard throws where the guy's sitting down in the zone. You know, those are the routes you see Kincaid running now or when they throw digs in the slot. Like, that's the new new mix-up, the (laughs) change-up. Yep. I just – I wish – like, do you guys have any stats that support that? I just feel like we don't have the receivers to beat man coverage. I I feel as if digs may have lost a step. And, like, where's the Gabe Davis with the four touchdowns in the playoffs where he was just destroying man coverage, hitting guys with double moves? Like, where is all that? I – I, I want to, like, is there statistics that show we suck against man coverage? Because every time they're in zone, digs, or Allen walks down the field, picks the zones, and it's a touchdown. He gets a <laughs> five-yard touchdown run playing pick and poke football. I, I, I'll hang up and let you listen. Okay. Good. There, I don't mean good that you're hanging up, but thank you. That's what I meant to say. Uh, there are those stats. I don't know them, so we could look for them. Um I think I'm not ready to go there on digs, but there's clearly an obstacle here, whether it's not as a defense really respecting anybody else in the Bills passing offense. You know, when you're playing man against the Bills, you run the risk of having, well, you you run the risk of having Allen take off on you. And it's not like he's doing a ton of that, but he is in the end zone. Of their last 10 offensive touchdowns, six of them are Josh Allen rushes. I mean, those are often at the end of drives, but I, I just will say simply again, what this passing attack is right now is in question because they're saying all the same things every week, but they're, nothing's really changing and they're winning. So maybe there's not a lot of pressure on this or scrutiny on this, but like Davis isn't a four touchdown per week player. You want him to be four catches. You want him to be four for 80. We take yeah. four for eighty on yeah, Sunday night. Yeah, like where 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 is he? Well, two weeks ago you had the, the kind of a Davis game. Yeah, right. L.A. Yeah, I mean that that's that's your. I mean that's his that's his. I, I feel like that's his most frequent game. <laughs> you know, um, so I, yeah, and I don't know. Like, I do I do think, um, like especially playing a team like New England. Um, you know, you you, you 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 feel like, oh, if they want to play man, I'm going to eat it up, and it's not happening. And I'm not sure exactly why that is. I I mean, I've said rather maybe too flippantly that a lot of that to me was Allen just missing guys. Um, so I I, you know, I don't know about um man versus zone and the stats. Um, but I I would say this: if this team is incapable of exploiting man coverage, then they would be in really big trouble. And so, like, I, and and also, a lot of the stuff they've struggled with, going back even into last year, is the too high stuff, and that's typically that's that's zone stuff. Um, so I'm I'm not sure if all of this really adds up, um, but we know like we're searching for explanations for why their passing game seems to be sort of stuck in neutral here, and maybe all of these are right at different times. There is some sort of a finger injury. We made fun of how the injury report says right finger today because he has a few. But he did say Sunday after the game that it was, you know, one of those days where the ball just doesn't feel right coming out of your hand. Yeah. And so I don't know what it is, but maybe it's something. 
All right. Thank you, Mike. Good question. 803-0550 is the number. We have Mario next. Hi, Mario. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I had a funny little story. We guys are talking about the owner of the Panthers throwing the beer at the Jags fans. My law firm represents the Jags, and we thought we were going to walk in Monday with an assault and battery case from one of the people who got the drinks thrown on them. Um, but that didn't happen, so that was good. Um, Bulldog, I called a couple of weeks ago, and I was telling you a story. I was bringing my girlfriend over for the first time to meet the parents and watch the Bills. Uh-huh. And you said, don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. In fact, invite the whole family. Well, I had to apologize severely after the game because – my dad made a comment in the fourth quarter that uh, San Diego, or L.A. rather, was going to just throw it deep, get a P.I. call, and kick a game-winning field goal. And I sat up. I said, Dad, why don't you go in another room and watch it and let us be content here? And my whole family's face turned red. and like, you better apologize because that's a big red flag. <laughs> so thankfully it didn't backfire too much. And uh, you're still with me. But I, I quickly thought of you. I was like, oh, man, Bulldog was wrong. I got to call in again. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm sorry uh, to have steered you wrong, no but, you know, you got to no keep a lid on yourself. Yeah, I know. It's hard. <laughs> right, right. Wow. So, I want to – two two things, guys. Um, I, I get more of the national media coverage being in Jackson, uh, Jacksonville, and there's two things that people are talking about on, like, ESPN and actually some of the local stuff here. One Number one is, um, like, oh, I think the Bills would be in a better position if everything that they need to happen before the Miami game goes against them because they're a better team with their back up against the wall. I think that's horribly irresponsible. I want to go into the game knowing we're in no matter what mm-hmm. and then have them play for the two seed. Um, so I want to get your take on that because I don't want to go to – I don't want to go to Kansas City. I don't. I don't know. I don't either. I don't Kansas City. Yeah, we just – for some reason, they're our kryptonite. We can't get over it. But the other thing is they're talking about Josh being banged up. And, you know, he's inaccurate down the field. He can't throw in the middle of the field. I'm not worried. Like, this season, Josh, he seems to make plays and win games when he has to the way he should do it in that game. Um, But I don't know. I wanted to get your guys to take again on the finger and if there really is an injury there. I missed the game last week. I took the girlfriend to Disney for New Year's, so I made it. Right around the corner. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> well, you, had, you had to make up for the yelling at your dad thing, I guess, right? So exactly. I turned the phone off to, to prove my, my allegiance to her, and I was asking people in the park, hey, who's winning? So, Bulldog, am I allowed to ask 15 Disney questions to Mario right now, or should we do that another time? Well, I, won't, I won't do it. We're saving for Eric Wood. But, uh, yes, for Eric Wood. Days, uh, yes. I'll hang up and listen, and I appreciate okay. it. Go back. All right. Thank you. Uh, yeah, on the first part here, um, because we were just talking about the finger, but we can elaborate a little more, I guess. But it's a concern. Um, I also this came up on Monday. Like I, I said on Monday, like anytime you 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 on social media say anything about the help you that that would be beneficial, it seems like there's ten people right there ready to smack you with the bravado. Like uh, if you can't win it yourself, that kind of thing. Like. Okay, did you watch the Lions Cowboys game on Saturday night? Is my reply. All right, you you could play great, you could deserve it, and something could happen. Okay, whether that's your own coach, whether that's the refs, whether that's whatever, I, I would like to have the safety net. All right, I like the Bills here a lot in this matchup, and I'm very confident, but I, I will take the net. 
if it's if it's available. If Pittsburgh wants to help me, if Jacksonville wants to help me, I will take it and smile because you just never know. Absolutely. I like how an earlier caller said whether the Bills are home or not in the playoffs. What, we don't think these games are going to be close? I mean, yes, uh, they're probably going to be close. Um, and, you know, the, the right question, I think, is we've we've seen the Bills win in Kansas City. We've not seen them beat them here. That's what you have to. That's what you have to mention. Are the Bills capable of beating Kansas City in their own stadium? That <laughs> Arrowhead's no problem. That's been uh, three years in a row. By the way, one more thing, if you want it for this game, if the Bills win, that's the AFC's title, which means next year they would host the AFC West champion. So Kansas City might also be here in these playoffs. The Bills would not have to go there under any circumstances. But the Chiefs also would be on the Bills' home schedule next year. If the Bills lose to Miami, then like Denver would instead. They still wouldn't get the Chiefs at home this year or next. That's what's on the line here. If your whole world revolves around home home games, getting Patrick Mahomes to Orchard Park, you need a win here, or else it's going to be a couple years right. off. He's only been here that one time, right? That, that That's it, and no that, one was allowed to go. Right. He's so special that no fans were allowed to go to that game. Because they would boo him, and that was not going to be. Uh, that was why they did allowed. that. The fix yeah, that's was why that they hard. did that. Wow, these games really are fixed. That's well, the games aren't fixed, but the the crowd oh, sometimes well, they, are fixed. They controlled the environment. Yes, that's that's right. <laughs> Give him every advantage. He is that powerful. Uh, next up is Brian. Hi, Brian. Hey guys. So the, the it kind of sounds like the the tone of the conversation has kind of shifted a little bit towards uh, you know what have we learned this year, and I think. What I'm interested in is like how the Bills attack the Dolphins this time around. I mean, we've tried a lot this year. We've tried 12 personnel. We've tried Pepper and Diggs with targets early in the year. If you think about the Giants game and the games around that, he's up 12, 16 targets a game. We've done the James Cook feature route. We've tried Allen not running. Now he's back to running. We've now been kind of obsessed with bubbles and screens and tunnels um, the last few games. And so I'm wondering if the collective fan base and you guys, you know, is 11 personnel still our best, you know, is that, is that when we have looked the best and that gets your five best players on the field, you know, at all times, Diggs, Davis, Shakir, Kincaid, and Cook, you know, or are we going to go in this game and we're still pushing Latavius Murray in there and we've got Dawson Knox in there there and that just, that's canceling him and Kincaid out. And then we've still got Sherfield in there for blocking. I guess what I want to see the bills is, you look at these snap counts last game, I got to see urgency out of all of our best skill players. High snap counts. I know you can't play them 100% of the time because of the modern NFL game. But take what's been the best this year, targeting digs was early in the season, was the best it looked. And, you know, targeting Kincaid um, is when this team looked the best. And, uh, and then I guess you can mix and cook after that. But, you know, if we're still doing Latavius Murray and uh, Leonard Fournette carrying some balls and, and uh, we're pushing it to Dawson Knox and Kincaid's at 50%, I just don't know if that's the best approach. And then, you know, certainly not going back to 12 personnel or heavy James I, Cook. I think it definitely isn't the best approach. That's what you're saying, too. I, I still, I'm going I'm going down with this. Like, I, I, I need to open it up or I'm going to lose at some point. Before I say, I, I generally agree 11 um, is where I would like to be. Um, but how, how did they approach Miami back in week four? Like, I, I don't remember, and I, I don't know that I can quickly access 
like the snap counts and not that that would tell me the formation stuff necessarily anyways. Um, but I mean, maybe the best they've looked all year on offense was that Miami game. No. So, and Dawson Knox was how was pre-injury. So I'm sure there was a healthy dose of 12 personnel. One for 12 on one target. Knox four yeah. for 27 on five for Kincaid might've been his best game. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not, uh, yeah. I'm not, looking for what not, i'm i'm wondering how they attacked them you're right mm-hmm. like what what you know what okay. percentage of 12 and what percentage of 11 and i i don't know that right now snap counts um, uh both around 50 percent. i don't okay. know if they would have been on together they blew them out too right so it probably, i'm not helping i'm not helping no i i just i i generally agree i like 11 more than 12 um but i don't want to just dismiss what they did against miami in week four you know, they had eight scores on their first ten possessions, one being a kneel down to end the half. So eight out of nine. I will give you a scenario after the update that will boggle your mind even further about how to attack Miami in this game. 803-0550 for your calls. That's my, that's my promise. I, am, I will be awaiting uh, being boggled. Don't. Don't assume your mind will be boggled. That's going to be my challenge. Eh, it won't be hard. Okay. It don't take much. Okay. Like, last break, I walked downstairs, and by the time I got there, I forgot why I went. So, you know, it's, it, you know, it's, it's just it's, that's how it goes. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. All right. Let's do that. Update and then this one particular scenario to maybe even make it more challenging to figure out how the Bills should play offense on Sunday night. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 